Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have been listening to Blake Healy books and then I bought the paper copies because sometimes I hear something but it's quick enough. I want to be able to see it with my eyes as well and just get additional reinforcement. And so all four of Blake Healy's books I both listened to and read and uh the ending story in Profound Good was so powerful. So he was describing a worship service at his church, or maybe I guess you could say a Sunday morning service, which includes worship, and many beautiful descriptions. <laughs> and, you know, Blake can see in the spirit. And so at one point in the midst of this worship, all of a sudden the face of God appeared at the back of the room. And Blake said, it was so clear and so unexpected and so startling, I screamed and ran into the sound booth room and slammed the door and just was in there. (laughs) And so he was kind of like, I don't know what just happened. I think I'm supposed to die now. I'm pretty sure the scripture is clear. Like you cannot see the face of God and live. And... (laughs) And then the Lord walked him through this really beautiful process where he remembered a Sunday school teacher asking, why can't we see God? And the teacher saying, God is so big, you can't see his face or you would die. And then he remembered the the scripture where Moses asked to see God's face and God is like, no man can see my face and live. And, uh, And yet in the midst of that, the Lord was like, well, who told you that you couldn't see my face? Or who told you that you should, I think, no, maybe it was the Lord said, who ever told you that you should hide your face from me? Oh, that is a powerful question. And so Blake said, I I was thinking then about the scripture and how after Adam and Eve sinned, they were the ones who hid, right? God was walking through the garden, but they heard his footsteps and hid, which kind of, you could assume within that, that they recognized the sound that that wasn't the first time that the Lord had shown up walking. (laughs) It wasn't one of those moments like, I have no idea what that sound could possibly be. No, it was like, oh, here's the sound we know. We just aren't excited about it because we have a guilty conscience. And, uh, and so when you think about that, the Lord didn't come with anger and judgment like you wicked Adam and Eve. Now I shall smite you. No, he came walking in order to talk to them. (laughs) He was like exercising relationship and connection. And so there was a part of just wanting, even in the midst of that betrayal, wanting to be with them. And, and yet they hid. And so since then, all of us have been hiding from the Lord at times. And so, but Blake was like, but Lord, it says here in your word, like no man can see your face and live. And the Lord was like, well, I have an answer for that too. And he led him, oh, I'm not going to remember all the scriptures now. What is it? Galatians 2.20 and various other ones about how we have been crucified with Christ. Therefore, it is no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. That that uh, restriction, that Old Testament restriction since the time of Jesus has been done away. That if the Lord chooses to show his face to us, we don't need to hide. And... uh, Then the other part that was just so precious, and I had not noticed this before, Blake pointed this out. You have the, this is such a familiar story, right? It says, when Jesus died, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. 
And so you can think, okay, if it's from top to bottom, you have God doing the tearing. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a human starting at the bottom and going up. It was God starting up and going down. So, okay, that's, that's nice. And, uh, you know, like a little extra sweet detail to demonstrate God's love for us. But Blake also pointed out, why did that happen at the moment of the crucifixion? Wouldn't that have made more sense at the moment of the resurrection? (laughs) Kind of like, let's tear the temple curtain at the moment of triumph, not at the moment of death. And what he took from that was that you have this sense of the Lord is so excited to again be with his people like it's almost like he's bulging like I just can't wait any millisecond longer like as soon as Jesus dies that temple curtain gets to be torn like the first possible instant is when I'm ready to be with my people in relationship again that's powerful that's who I am just sitting in the grace of that idea so thankful for the ways that people teach us about the scripture, for the way that the Lord reveals his scripture, that he gave us his scripture, that this is actually the posture of the Father towards us. Like that veil needs to be torn as quickly as possible. Oh, so Lord, I thank you that we don't need to hide from you, that this is not part of, whether we would say part of the vocabulary that you have for us, this is not part of what you um, require of us. Yeah. Lord, you are so good. You're so good. Thank you. We love you. Amen.